If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I am your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist coming to you live from Chicagoland and from the sacred valley of the Incas in uh, uh, near Machu Picchu, Peru, Pizak, I think. Uh, uh, that's uh, Is that right, Daniel? Yep, and, it's um, Pizak. Pizak, Peru. Um, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. And, you know, the mission specialist, people are like, why do you call yourself the mission specialist? Well, you know what? I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure that the trip gets accomplished. <laughs> and so... Um, uh, you know, today we're talking uh, about uh, gratitude, mindfulness, Catalina, and making a difference. And uh, with uh, my, my friend Daniel Gutierrez, he's best-selling author. He's uh, uh, Radical Mindfulness, a uh, terrific book, and uh, the, the founder and, uh, and owner of the Catalina Retreat Center in the Sacred Valley of the Incas, Pizac, Peru. Advisor to presidents, all-around good guy, and a friend of mine. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back. It's good. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun having having you on the show. And uh, I I think you and I did one of our very first Zoom video recordings. And now now we're also doing this uh, Facebook Live. So the you know the radio show is going out as radio, and then later on it'll be a podcast. And and uh, Facebook you know, people on Facebook, man, they can see uh, they can see the show as it as it occurs. They can see us, and you know there's that uh, the time in between. You know the commercial breaks and 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 all the uh, the setup. That's uh, you know that's that's worth the uh, that's worth the ticket. I think that, so. The price of admission. That right? Yeah. Well, I was I was thinking. Dang it! You know we it still is free, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, they're getting what they pay for, right? That's right. Um, so you know we talk we we have we have some great conversations. One of the first things I I, I like to. Um, uh, think of as uh, gratitude is the beginning of all good things. And uh, in, in your work in mindfulness, uh, gratitude is a very important uh, part of that, right? Yeah, I think, you know, I think gratitude is the, a baseline of mindfulness. You know, mindfulness is, a, is about awareness. Radical mindfulness is about the practice of awareness. In order for us to get to that place, there's, there's just certain things like, you know, connecting to essence, forgiveness, unconditional acceptance, and gratitude and love that are part of what allows you to get ready to be mindful. In other mm-hmm. words, if you're not grateful and in your head you're complaining about whatever's going on in your life, it's very difficult to be mindful in that space. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, a, it's not a requirement, but it surely makes uh, mindfulness uh, a better practice for you if you start out with um, gratitude. Yeah, the uh, you, you have a an, a, um, uh, a meditation on gratitude that yes. uh, that's on on YouTube, and uh, it, that's really a terrific example. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, again, I find that when I feel that the world's not going my way. Mm-hmm. The best thing we can do is just say, well, what is going my way? Yeah. What is going my way? And we, we begin to realize it's something as simple as your heart's beating. Yeah. 
your heart's beating, your body's yeah. functioning and doing all this work on its own. Mm-hmm. That's something to be grateful for. Yeah. And we take that for granted, of course, until we get sick yeah. and then we realize, whoa. Well, taking, a, taking for granted, you know, that's, it seems to me that's the opposite of gratitude. And uh, they're, they're, you know, when, you're, when you're saying, uh, um, taking out, you know, the heartbeats, and I'm, I'm thinking about a song that I, uh, that I rediscovered, I suppose, recently. It's called I Hope You Dance. Mm-hmm. And, and she says, uh, one of the lines she says is, uh, I hope you never take one single breath for granted. Mm. And and so you know the the idea of of breath and breathing and and the spirit, um, that, that they all they all seem to um, they all seem to run together mm-hmm. as um, as something that uh, is something that we we do take for granted so often, but uh, maybe maybe if we're mindful then uh, then we're not taking it for granted. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, if you're in a position right now, this listen, last year was tough. Today mm-hmm. marks for me, I don't know about the, in the U.S., but for mm-hmm. me, today marks the first day of the, of the, of the Peruvian quarantine uh, yeah. last year. It was today. Today was March 15th. Yeah. The whole world changed. Yeah. The whole world changed, you know, and this last year really helped me get into a place of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Really realize that, okay, I don't, I can't, in the first 40 days, we were in quarantine for 120 days, and that was martial law. Yeah. There wasn't any of this, you know, messing around. I'm going to go out and my rights stuff that, that you don't have any rights, you know. And so I really got a chance to really realize, hey, I'm not in the U.S. and I'm not around my son and I miss him, but I'm in the safest place I could be during this during this time. You know, I'm outside. I'm in the mountains. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of air. There's no neighbors, you know, um, and that's a good thing. And, and I'm grateful for, you know, being able to go outside and, and feel the air and be in the mountains and have a mountain next to me all, all around me. I have mountains, yeah. you know, and, and we there, every single day, I'm clear that we can find something that we can be grateful for, mm-hmm. you know, something. Because when you live in a place like Peru, you realize really quick. I was just telling someone today how spoiled we are as Americans. Yeah. You know, you, you, you turn on the light expecting it to be there. Well, yeah. it's not always true here. You turn on the light and sometimes it doesn't come on. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, just, we, we just moved last weekend, you know. And um, so we, uh, you know, here, here I am in my, my, uh, my office with the, uh, with the, the fireplace. fireplace. Yeah, I was one of them. I have a fireplace in the office. Now I got one. Um, Going to have a fire in it too someday. Um, one of the things that, you know, the, it's an old house, a hundred year old house, but, um, when we moved in, uh, turn on the hot water and, uh, you know, one of the things we, we just expect the water to come out hot Absolutely. and it was coming out kind of, kind of dark, you know, <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's, you know, I think my, my thinking was there's, there's some iron in the pipes and it's, uh, it's going to be there, uh, going to be, there. so we let it run for a while and pretty soon. Uh, it's, it's running nice and clear and it's hot. Uh, so we, you know, we, we take that for granted. Water is something that's so important. And, and we were talking a little bit in the pre-show about, uh, there's, there's, there are a lot of people, uh, up above where you are that, uh, maybe don't have clean water all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, yeah. Not clean water, electricity of sewage. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is stuff that we take for granted. We know yeah. we, we don't really appreciate that until you live in a place where they just don't have it. Yeah. You know, even in Pizak, which is, you know, a, a little village, there's still a lot of people who don't have electricity. 
in their homes. Uh, 40%, or it might be even a little bit higher, of the people in Peru don't even have refrigeration. So oh, yeah. they daily go out and get their food, you know? So think about that. I mean, that's like, wow. We, like you said, we expect when we click on something, it's going to come out or we're going to have hot water. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. Yeah. Finally realized we really, really got it, got it really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they, they called it an ice box for a long time. And uh, in the, in the Northern climates up here, they, they would go out on the lake and they'd cut out blocks of ice and they'd store those blocks of ice. And, uh, and people would buy blocks of ice, put them in their ice box. And uh, so in, in uh, yeah. my parents' and grandparents' generation, you didn't go open up the refrigerator and look around for something to eat because you, you had to decide what you're going to have before you open that thing up. Otherwise, you're letting <laughs> the ice melt. <laughs> so. Crazy. The, the other thing, I'll, this is kind of funny. Yeah. Now, I remember the first time I went to a village about two or three hours from here, and I, it was a hot day, and I was super thirsty. And I saw the, the, the refrigerator where the drinks are in, and I went over and I bought a Sprite and I paid for it and I put it in my mouth and it was hot. <laughs> and I said, but it came out of the refrigerator. They said, oh, we don't plug that thing in. There's no electricity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hadn't had a hot ice Sprite. Is not, ice is not something they use around here very much. Yeah. Well, I know coming, coming from Dallas, you know, growing up in Dallas, you must have had hot Dr. Pepper here now and then. Oh, yeah. yeah. You bet. <laughs> Different, Mr. You know, Pibb. It, How about that one, Mr. Pibb? Mr. Mr. Well, Mr. Pibb just didn't go to school quite as much as Dr. Pepper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and uh, there, you know, it's uh, just, I don't know, the Sprite. My wife likes Sprite. That's 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 her favorite. I like root beer. You know, if, if, yeah, I, if I'm if I'm going to have a a, a, a a soda, I started calling it soda. You know, grew up with it as pop. You know, but uh, culturally, it's it's um, it's it's like soda. Do you call it soda? Do you do you call it pop? Do you say tomato or tomato? Or is it caramel or caramel? You know, yeah, those are just little cultural differences. I it guess, is, you know? but they're minuscule things. So. Um, yeah, gratitude, mindfulness, uh, Catalina, and making a difference. Um, it's it's always a lot of fun to talk with you, Daniel. Um, I've been to the uh, Catalina virtual retreat um, mm-hmm. on on each of the occasions that it's been offered, and that's coming up again April. 9th, 9th and, yes. and 11th. Yes. Yes. 9th and 11th. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the, the weekend after Easter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if, uh, if listeners, uh, Facebook viewers, they want to take a look at that, um, Catalina Retreat Center Peru.com. Uh, no, that's a, that's a, that's a, something of a, of a, of a long, um, <laughs> of, of a long one, but Catalina Retreat Center, Peru.com. You can find out about that uh, April 9th, 10th, and 11th virtual retreat and join us for that. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's really inspirational. And um, I'm looking forward to being there again this time. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back uh, on the Voice America Variety uh, channel with uh, Bravehearts Radio on the other side of 60 seconds. Stick with us.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And uh, the mission specialist because, you know, it's your parade. I just nah. help make sure you're in it. Um, you can connect with us at uh, braveheartsforkids.org, and you can donate now if you like the work that we're doing and would like to help us continue with this. Um, we're doing our mission-building coaching and retreats by Zoom video, April 9th, 10th, and 11th. The Catalina Retreat Center Peru.com is uh, the site of um, uh, Daniel's um, retreat center. And uh, that's, a, that's a great event. I've been to that uh, on a number of occasions now and, and always get something new from that. Uh, it's not that I'm such a slow learner, but I'm just different each time I get there. Yeah, we love having you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so um, my guest today is Daniel Gutierrez. Uh, we're talking about gratitude, mindfulness, uh, Catalina, and making a difference. Now, we, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the, the retreat center at Catalina, and we're planning to be there live in September this yeah. year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, Ann Fox has, uh, has a retreat coming up in September. Um, I, I guess you're, you're, you're pretty much full for the year now, right? Pretty much. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I have a few spots, but not, not as much as I did. I'm very excited about that because as everyone has suffered through the pandemic, we clearly, because of travel, yeah. have suffered greatly, um, which is why we came up with the virtual live retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Another thing to be yeah. grateful for, talking about gratitude, you know, when we first started that, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just like, let's see if we can make this work. And I didn't have internet all over the, the campus. So, you know, I had to make that happen. And, and now we're, we're set and, and we got this um, live retreat that you're going to be doing in person mm-hmm. retreat, in person, you know, in person retreat in September. And yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much am pretty filled up. I mean, there's months where I have 
I don't get a break. <laughs> Every week I have a new group. And you're, you're very much involved in the retreats and the retreat center for the, for the people that are there. Right? I actually am the person that takes you on your journey to Machu Picchu. And I don't know that that will continue after this year because yep. I have somebody that I might oh. be sending that that's, that's, um, speaks the language, speaks mm-hmm. English, is, is a certified guide, and mm-hmm. he can tell you more history oh, yeah. of, of what's going on in Machu Picchu. And uh, so the, the language, um, there's um, Spanish, I suppose, is the, uh, is the, is the primary language. Spanish and Quechua. Yeah. Quechua, yeah. Quechua uh-huh. is, the, is the, the local indigenous yeah, language. Yes, yeah. yes. Is, is there a variety of Quechua? Um, there's there is a variety and it's 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 not a i wouldn't say it's a variety there's different dialects in the yeah. northern part of peru they speak a different uh they don't speak quechua they speak another one i don't remember what the name of it is okay uh, but um for the most part quechua is quechua it's not like spanish yeah. where uh, from country to country it changes a lot oh yeah 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 you know in, in, in peru you know uh, um I, I tend to find that you know, as, as the as a as a geography kid, my dad was a geography teacher, so I grew up with maps and globes and things. And I I, I think of, you know Peru. I looked it up, but the the, uh, the west coast of Peru, the Pacific coast of Peru, is longer than the Pacific coast coast of the United States. Yeah, it's pretty you long. Know, it's a, that's a big country, you know. Yeah, so, it is. so north, the northern part of Peru versus it was, it was just about on the equator. Yes, and I think you're about twelve degrees south, um, mm-hmm. which is um, that'd be you know, like Nicaragua in the northern hemisphere. So, you know, we're we're getting a little snow here in Chicago. You don't get a lot of snow there, do you? No snow. I mean, <laughs> the closest I get to snow is there's uh, sometimes uh, in the distance. Some of the mountains that are around me will mm-hmm. will get snow capped. Yeah, but that doesn't stay very long. It's just even long enough for you to see it. Even the sixteen thousand uh, the things like that, they uh, they they don't they don't get a lot of snow. Okay. No, that's well, that's another good reason to get to uh, um, to, to get there in September. Absolutely, you know, the beginning of, beginning of spring. If you're listening to this show, you definitely want to come. It's going to it, this year's. I think is one of those years where people more than any year want to get away. Yeah. You know, and we have a beautiful place here waiting for you. Yeah, and there's the the uh, the villages above Pizak, uh, which is at ten thousand feet. Uh, each of them have their own, um, uh, I, I suppose, their own uh, economy, right? Yes, um, and uh, yeah. a pretty important aspect for them. Yeah, and they have their um, their president, you know, like or mayor mm-hmm. person that's in charge because those are tribal, you know. So. Um, Everything they do, they don't own land. All the land belongs to the community, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't buy land there. Everything okay. is done by community and every community has different rules. Mm-hmm. And they make, um, they make um, um, textiles and, 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 uh, and flutes and pipes. And, and they make like everything. That. I mean, and they, yeah. and they grow potatoes. I was just in Pampayalca, oh, yeah. which, is, which is the highest uh, community in the Pizac area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, they have 1,760 different varieties just in that community. Of potatoes. Of uh, potatoes. And, and here's the wow. thing that, that I found very interesting. They have, they have what they call their seed bank or potatoes, mm-hmm. where they store all the different kinds of potatoes so that if there's ever a war or yeah. something where they need to, to protect these potatoes, they do that. Yeah. They even have uh, potatoes that are ready for in case of a nuclear war. 
so that they'd have something to eat. I mean, these people are amazing, just yeah. amazing. I mean, they're descendants of the Incas. The Incas were smart people. Yeah. Well, the Incas was a, a civilization. That was a, that was a huge civilization from oh, yeah. Quito to Santiago. Yes. Um, I, I worked that out. That's like from New York State to Honduras. <laughs> you know, across across the Amer- the North American area, that's that uh, that would encompass a lot of different peoples um, in the in uh, in the uh, in the old America. You know? Yeah, and w- the thing about the Incas is the, the Incas were like the Romans; they mm-hmm. they conquered, but they didn't kill unless mm-hmm. they were d- people that just didn't want to to obey mm-hmm. they basically took the best out of each culture and said hey as long as you get along with us we get along with you we'll, we want to learn what you do well mm-hmm. and so they were smart in the yeah. way that they conquered people uh of course the soldiers were were killed but they didn't kill anybody else they mm-hmm. they re- they just that's why their empire grew so big yeah yeah very successful and and but uh, is the potato um native to South America did absolutely. Is that, is that that's where the potato? I know corn came from yeah. from the Americas. Um, yeah, potatoes, potatoes, are and cacao. You know uh, the Mayans. The Mayans, you know, you know they have their thing in Mexico, but the yeah. Mayans and the Incas did a lot of trade together. Yeah, a lot. Yes, they did a lot of trade together. So you can see why you know, these products got out and moved around the world. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the Irish or the the Polish or, or where their potatoes come from, but the varieties of potatoes we have here, you don't find anywhere else in the world. You know, I wonder if, I wonder if they, uh, if they brought those uh, back from the, uh, from the new world, you know, yeah. to, uh, to Ireland and, and such. I kind of, I remember. Have to look that up. Yeah. yeah maybe we'll have a, a, a knowledgeable caller call in today or, or a Facebook call, message or something call like that. Call on in. That's right. Yeah. Let, let us enlighten us, you know, cause we're, we're ready for that. Um, yeah. Because uh, the potato, the potato, um, the and and corn. The, I think tomatoes, maybe from uh, from the New World. Um, I'm not sure about tomatoes. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, that's another good question. Either way, if if you want to get a taste of all this, because now because of the here's another thing to be grateful for. Yeah. Because of the pandemic, and because of the travel being restricted over all those time, all that time, I got a chance to meet all these people. I got a yeah. chance to, to get to know them. Uh, many of you that are watching uh, help support those um, those uh, uh, projects I had and still have mm-hmm. of of helping these people. And so now, part of the the week that you're here, you know, if it, if the leader wants to do it, I take you up in the community. And and they're always so gracious, you know. They they make yeah. their quinoa soup and their potatoes, and they sit down and we eat. You know, we eat with them and eat their food, and it's yeah, it's great. Don't come here on a keto diet; it won't work. Yeah, there you go. Well, and, and you know, next uh, next next I do a little uh, pre promotion for next week's show. I've got uh, Anna Devere from the National Day Calendar uh, <laughs> is is going to be uh, my guest, and we we're talking about uh, the idea of. Uh, of a, something I call the cooking show. And I've been, I've had this idea for, for some time now, but uh, she's got some connections with television. And I, I just believe that as divisive as the world can be these days, we like to eat each other's food. Yep. And so when you say, come on up and, you know, come up to the, the upper villages and, and, uh, and let's dine together. I'm looking forward to that. I think that should yes. be an important part of our trip. 
Oh, good. Well, yes, and sir. I'm glad because, you know, I, and I've gotten used to this, but I remember the first time I sat down with them, uh, no forks, no spoons, everything's you eat with your hands, you know? And I was like, uh, and, and, and by the way, their napkins is toilet paper. Mm-hmm. They use toilet paper for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, um, how about pizza? Did they have pizza or is that yes. something you brought to the area? No, no, no. They, they're, they love making pizzas, okay. you know, not in the, not in the communities above. Yeah. They eat, they eat guinea pig. Uh-huh. They eat, uh, you know, all, all kinds of vegetables. Trout, they have trout farms. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Their trout is amazing. Wow. So they have tr- little trout farms, you know, yeah. and they, that trout's this big, huge, wow. yeah. you know, and it's pink. looks like salmon. Wow. Well, yeah. like a lake trout then. Yeah. Like a lake yeah. trout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember having lake trout at uh, uh, Geneva, uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Not, uh, ah. not, not, not Switzerland. I haven't been oh. to Switzerland, but uh, um, yeah. So um, the, uh, the cooking show and, uh, and, and getting people to, to dine together and, and getting along because we like to eat each other's food. Yep. And uh, so, I, you know, we're going to plan to do that. And I, I, I know I've, I've seen the, the video uh, that you do uh, to um, present Catalina. Yes. Uh, the resort or the re- resort, the retreat. It's a resort, I suppose you could say that. You know, what it, I'm, I'm just so looking forward to being there. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to working in your kitchen because yeah, yeah. that is a great looking kitchen. And I yeah. love to cook. Uh, so... Um, well, now we have the pizza oven, so, you know, in the kitchen, so we're all going to get to make some pizza. Yeah, and it, you know, I speak about 11 languages, but it's all it's all food, you know, lasagna, <laughs> stroganoff, you know, oh, all that gosh. Kind of stuff, quinoa. So. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to take another break, and we'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds with uh, Daniel Gutierrez, uh, Gratitude, Mindfulness, Catalina, and Making a Difference on Voice America Variety Channel. Stick with us. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. We are now doing our mission building coaching and retreats by Zoom video. You can connect with me, like uh, like the, the lady said, at uh, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Um, you can connect with Daniel for, uh, for coaching, too. He's, uh, he is a terrific uh, life and executive coach. Um, is that is that how you would describe it, Daniel? Yeah, yeah. life and business coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DanielGutierrez.com. Is that uh, the place to go for that? That is the place. Make an appointment. Chat yep. with me. And you can, yeah, you can, uh, you can set up uh, like a 30-minute uh, conversation. A call, yeah. Yep. Uh, Daniel Gutierrez. Gutierrez is G-U-T-I-E-R-R-E-Z. DanielGutierrez.com for coaching. And I can tell you, he's, he's really good at it and fun to work with. So, <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, going into the third segment, I always say a little bit about the National Day Calendar. National Day Calendar, one of the great sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. April 28th is National Brave Hearts Day. And uh, always um, say a little bit about what the national days are. It's National Napping Day. So I've observed that already today. Uh, Cancer Kansas Day, every state has its day. Pears Helene, that's um, uh, because of an opera. And uh, <laughs> Shoe the World Day, uh, they said 500 million people are without shoes. We talked about that. You know, some of the some of the kids and some of the folks uh, in the villages up above, they don't they they don't have shoes. They're uh, they, but they, you know they, they, uh, to the to the most part they they don't they don't realize. What they're missing, I suppose, is right. is, is that about right? No, I, I think that uh, the the beauty of the kind of happiness that you see here yeah. is because they don't know any better. They yeah. they don't they're not bombarded. And I don't mean that in a negative way. They're not bombarded on a moment by moment basis by advertising to buy something. You know, I remember yeah. this last year going through the holidays. You know, we we in the U.S. are already buying in October, you know, for, for the holidays, there's no frenzy here. There's no frenzy to buy anything. The, the the Christmas holidays about the baby Jesus, that's Mm -hmm. what that's about. And and it's it's like the July 4th at midnight when, when they put the baby Jesus in the nativity scene, Mm -hmm. you know, that they just, they're not caught up in that. And especially as you go up into the mountains, you know, where, where they wear the, uh, like a sandal, for shoes. Yeah. And and there's no pedicures, no manicures. <laughs> yeah. They, they just don't know. Well, and, you know, I, I've lived in the northern climates uh, my whole life, so uh, you know, we we would be uh, we would be in really really tough shape if we didn't have shoes when it's uh, you know, when it's below zero literally for uh, for, for stretches at a time in, in uh, North Dakota where I grew up. But um, that's, that's something you, you mentioned that the, the, kid, the kids are happy. Uh, they, they don't realize, uh, what, is, what would you say, that they don't realize that, that they're missing something? They're, well, they're, they're not, not bombarded. Yeah, they're, right, right. I mean, they, you don't see every kid with a cell phone mm-hmm. like you do in the U.S. You know, my mm-hmm. son had a cell phone at five. 
you know, so we could keep up with them, you know, and so they don't have that, you know, and, and they, they play. I mean, if you, most of the, of the, of the people that are hurting the sheep, the cows, mm-hmm. the llamas, the alpacas, the pigs, it's mm-hmm. the kids. You'll yeah. see a five-year-old in the middle of nowhere with his dog hurting his sheep. It's amazing. You know, you just look at that little kid and go, wow. That's why I, I really, you know, this year, again, we're going to be doing what's called a chocolatada. And what that is, is that during the holidays, it's a celebration where you give the kids a chocolate. Mm-hmm. You give them uh, what, their panetone, which is like a fruit bread. Mm-hmm. And then you give them oh, a yeah. gift and you give them a gift. The first year I was here, I did one. And, and, and they were going, a lot of kids are going to show up going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll. I just didn't expect it. 750 kids came by. Wow. The next one, because now I'm more known here, uh, this December, I'm, we're expecting probably 2,500 kids. Wow. And that'll yeah. be when, that, that'll be uh, the, the, the week of Christmas? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's two days before Christmas. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we stick around that much longer. Yeah. Because, uh, You'd you know, really appreciate that, yeah. Well, we, you know, we've got our, our second trip planned to be there the 12th through the 18th That's right. of December. And, yep. and uh, I've invited you to stick around if you want. I I, I think that's, uh, that sounds like a good plan to me. We could use I, your help because I, that's I, a lot of kids. <laughs> you know, I'll bake some fruitcake. I, I, you know what? I, I'm one of those people, you, you've you've heard the probably heard the joke about, uh, you know, sending fruitcake and, and re-gifting it and sending it just, just, just yeah. keeps moving around the planet, yes. you know. Yes, yes. I'm one of those guys. I actually enjoy uh, good fruitcake. You know? Yeah, well, here it's not like what we're thinking about it's in not, the states. It's not sweet like that. It's, well, it's sweet, but it's not as sweet, and, okay. and it's it's just a, a little bread about this big. You can get yeah. big ones, big yeah. ones like a muffin. But, it, then. Yeah. but it's not the fruit cake that I grew up with. Going, yeah. I ain't eating that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, you know, we, I made figgy pudding one time, and I think that, that <laughs> it may be that uh, figgy pudding. I think maybe maybe the the densest. Uh, the, the densest material on the planet, you know, like uh, r- up, right up there with the lead. You know, <laughs> so lead. It's, it's heavy, you know. So, uh, you know, and, and one other national day today is, is it's national everything you think is wrong. Day. <laughs> and it, it, it reminded me of, of a couple things, you know. It, it reminded me of the, the paradox. Um, there are only two kinds of people in the world, those who believe that there are two kinds of people in the world and those who don't believe that. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, and the other thing was, uh, the idea that when you, when you emphasize different words in, in a statement, it means something different. Mm -hmm. Um, everything you think is wrong. It could be, you know, everything, everything you think is wrong. What what do you, what do you think about everything? Everything we think is, is wrong. I, I don't know if I want to go with that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I want some of it to be right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Got to have something to believe in, right? So, um, making it, you know, Cap- Catalina is um, is a place where you had you had a, a pretty full schedule last year, but then the pandemic, yes, and, and all of that got canceled, and uh, you know things really changed. Yes, um, yes. I, I described COVID. Or I, I just I describe uh, so the relationships that we've built um, over the last year as as the tail side of the COVID coin. Mm-hmm. 
and and because people people it, it seems like there's a, a lot of you know maybe even guilt about wow we got so many wonderful relationships now because of this because of this terrible thing but it's uh, it, it's it's part of the adaptability of people don't you don't you think well I, I think COVID came to teach us a lot of lessons and there there are many I think that we have yet to discover but one of them was that pause that we were that we were asked to take by staying home and giving us time to build relationships that we may otherwise not have time to do yeah you know um and and i think as human beings we are designed to be in in community with each other Mm -hmm. which is you know the part of the of the lesson i think we still have to learn in terms of the downside of not being able to see people um but yeah i mean you and i met during this COVID thing, you know, and now mm-hmm. you're coming out here to, to, to be part of the Catalina family. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a blessing now here in Peru, because I am in the mountains, the, the people in the communities, they don't look at COVID. They look at COVID like the, anything else because they believe that their plants heal them, the medicinal plants. Uh-huh. And they have a, a tree. It's called, uh, a, it's like a pine tree that say can heal COVID. Oh yeah. And so if you go out wearing a mask, they'll send you home and say, if you're sick, don't come up here. What are you wearing a mask for? Oh, yeah. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I think that the relationship thing for me, uh, although a little bit tough, I think for all of us to get used to, you know, now we're seeing each other on zoom and yeah. on Facebook live, yeah. you know, and these are things that we, we weren't, we were forced to make them a part of our daily life. Yeah. And, and that's beautiful. That that's, you know, again, uh, I keep saying gratitude because that's part of the show. Yeah. I'm grateful for that, that we can do that. But listen, I'm sitting in the, in the Andes of Peru and I'm connecting with you in Chicago. Yeah. Great. Sounds great. Video's great. That is not always true, as you know, because if you live in the mountains, you don't always have internet. But that, another thing to be grateful for is that we can still have this interaction with each other um, without having to be in the same house or the same building. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah the connection the connections that we that we made in the in the last year, um, you know when when I when I when I first saw the, uh, the, the Catalina retreat center. Um, the first thing that struck me was the red tiled roofs <laughs> and you, you know, the story. And I, I, I think I've shared this on, on the show before, but the idea, one of the things that I do as, as the mission specialist is, is provide a vision statement for people. And, uh, you know, for, for a, uh, um, a board of directors retreat, for example, uh, but it also works for individuals where, where you, you describe something that you have a vision of in such detail mm. down to the sights and smells and the, and the tastes and who you're talking with and what the conversation is about so that the experience becomes a memory. Mm. And when you, when you have a memory of something, even if it's in the future, it seems that it's, uh, it's much more likely that you can figure out how you got there. Yeah. And so um, that uh, uh, that uh, brought the, the the Catalina uh, Retreat Center it manifested that you know brought it into ah. into my it, you know just it just uh, it just became a part because I was on that path you know for for so long um, and and now Eureka 
I have found Eureka. It. The, the, yeah, the ah, Archimedes, you know, with the, uh, the, the original aha moment. So uh, one, one last quick break, and then we'll be back to wrap things up. Uh, time flies when you're having fun. So Man, stick I'm telling with us. you. Yeah, stick, stick with us on uh, Bravehearts Radio. We'll be back on the other side of 60 once again. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned into VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio and now Facebook Live here uh, for for all of you uh, all of you in uh, in Facebook land and uh, yeah the Matt is the uh, the voice behind the scenes that he, he makes us sound good and and, uh, and uh, just it really really fun to work with that uh, the voice America uh, studios um, and uh, I imagine you you had a voice America show for several I years, did didn't you? yeah I did and uh, was that uh, was that about coaching? No, it was called Right Here, Right Now with Daniel Gutierrez. Right Here, and Right Now. Right, right Here, Right Now. And I interviewed uh, leaders, uh, yeah. executives uh, about all kinds of topics. Mm-hmm. It, it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. I think I did it five years or four years. Wow. They go quick. You know, this is our, uh, this is our seventh season now. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's spring the spring season. So it's, it, you know, it's, we're still in our second year, but uh, you know, each, uh, each season, I have a new season. So the spring season this year, uh, starting in March, because uh, I recognize sp- spring as uh, beginning uh, the meteorological spring that begins March 1st. So it's March, April, May, that's our spring season. And uh, the theme is purpose and the social enterprise. 
And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always looking to make connections, mm. uh, on, especially on behalf of Brave Hearts for Kids, with uh, social enterprises and particularly those uh, organizations, those companies that have a um, employee engagement strategy that includes mm. what we call a dollars for doers program. And, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about that uh, in, in the past and uh, that that's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a terrific way to help fund the Brave Hearts for Kids organization because uh, it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't involve me, uh, connecting with my friends every time I talk to you. Hey, Daniel, can you give me a hundred dollars? You know, um, but uh, hey, if you if you do uh, if you are watching on Facebook Live or um, uh, listening, you'd, and, and you'd like to help, uh, you can make a contribution at BraveHeartsForKids.org. There's a donate now button there. Uh, you, you know, uh, at um, the Catalina retreat, you you also can make a donation to the. Um, indigenous uh, communities there too right yep yep I, I, yeah that's good it but makes a lot of difference yeah more importantly just show up in september with them yeah come, yeah. come see us well, i mean it's going to be a great time it's you're going to get a chance to really uh not just not just be here and do the touristy stuff but mm-hmm. be part of the culture be part because because i'm part of them you know and and that's really important well, and people, people like uh, like Simone and uh, uh, um, uh, Hernan, and uh, um, you know this, the the people that that have been involved in the yes. um, Ro- Roxana. Is it uh, Roxana? Yeah, Roxana. Roxana. Yeah, um, and uh, the, uh, the the people that are involved in the in the ceremonies and the in in the culture. Um, it's just it's an absolutely beautiful experience, uh, Catalina. Thank you. So, if you can't, if if you're still kind of queasy about traveling, and it's okay if you do, mm-hmm. yeah. come to the virtual retreat. Yeah, at least it will inspire you to want to be here because that's you yeah. know those people that are coming. <clears throat> there's people coming here that have been part of the virtual retreat because I walk you through the property. We get the we do the ceremonies there. I mean, it's really uh, it's not the same as being here. Yeah, but it's the next best thing. Now, do you do you have a drone? That, uh, that yes. does your video? Okay. Yes. Because yeah. yeah. you, you've got some really great videos. Um, a couple of, uh, uh, you know, and, and they, they've changed from season to season, yes. I've noticed, too. And as, um, as it, it just is absolutely stunningly beautiful there right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, the, it is. Know, the, the way it greens up and, and, and flowers up. And I was thinking, uh, you know, it's it's a Pears Helene Day today. Uh, there are, I think, there's three thousand varieties of pears, and I, it, it made me think of your potatoes. There, I know you have thousands of varieties of potatoes. You know, yeah, thirty-seven hundred you know, total in in South America. That's ten years of eating potatoes and not having the same kind. That's why I said, <laughs> "Don't come here on the keto diet because you're going to eat some carbs." Yeah, well, you're going to need it too, you know, because uh, you know climbing and you're going to burn some climbing, yes. climbing and that. There's also a bunch of hummingbird varieties there too, right? Well, there's seven. Okay, uh, here in this area. Yeah, and and the biggest one is um, the Andean hummingbird, which yeah. is not a beautiful bird. It's I mean it's gray like a sparrow, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty big. Yeah. It's a pretty big bird, That's and it, a- it it's it's a hummingbird. It's yeah. still you know it it you know the hummingbird was actually the national bird of Peru until the condor kind of took over its space. I, I think the Incas felt like a hummingbird wasn't very scary. Yeah. Well, a condor is uh, spiritual, I think, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
condor, puma, and uh, serpent? Yes. Those are the three animals of the Chicana, mm-hmm. which is the Andean cross. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff to, uh, yeah, I guess it's a good, good stuff to be aware of to get, uh, when you get there. I've got a, I've got a, a puma. Well, it's actually a Penn State Nittany lion on my mantle, you know, so, uh, but that qualifies as a puma now. So, that's right. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Been working, I know. Uh, talking with um, Daniel Gutierrez today. Uh, you can check him out at danielgutierrez.com for coaching uh, and uh, retreats. Uh, the um, uh, Catalina Retreat Center Peru.com. Uh, any, any, any quick last thoughts, Daniel? You know, Brian, uh, I'm always happy to be part of your show. I enjoy it. Um, mostly get out here. Check out the website. You'll see pictures of the place. Come with Brian, his group. This is also a way for him to raise money for Brave Hearts. So, you know, it's a fundraiser. Yeah, it's a fundraiser for Brave Hearts for kids. So um, join us every Monday, uh, 4 Eastern, 3 Central. Uh, Central Daylight Time is now the same time as uh, you're on in, in, uh, in Peru. And, yes, we don't uh, move. Yeah, so uh, so now we're on on daylight time, and um, uh, join us next week again. We'll, I mentioned that we're having um, Anna Devere from the National Day Calendar and um, um, Q1 Media. Uh, we're going to be talking about the cooking show and the television, doing it as a TV program. It's awesome, man. I can see I can see cooking some things up in your kitchen. Uh, you know, part of that red tile roof story uh, that that I wrote uh, ten years ago involved having the Food Network coming to the retreat. Ah, where, nice. Where, uh, where where we were where we were meeting with thought leaders from around the world, and uh, it's it's happening. And uh, so, join us again next week. You won't want to miss this. And remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. <laughs>